众朋友们好，欢迎来到美国教育播客华语节目，我是曼玲。华语节目很自豪能成为美国领先的教育播客网络的一部分。我们用汉语和英语两种语言为您讲解美国教育的最新动态，以及美国和世界范围内教育家和企业家们的深刻见解，并为您带来更多精彩。每期节目都先用汉语播讲，然后用英语重复相同的内容。现在我就为您播讲第三十六集。上集节目，我向各位介绍了芬兰一所名叫库鲁萨瑞的中学。在一节七十五分钟的初中科学课堂上，我亲眼目睹了芬兰老师驾轻就熟的启发式教学和孩子们轻松愉快又专心投入的学习。七十五分钟可不短，初中的孩子们能自始至终保持良好的学习状态实属不易。也许是我孤陋寡闻。在纽约乃至全美的中学，我好像还没听说过哪个初中系统性的采用了这么长的课时。我也没想到这所芬兰的中学课间休息竟长达十五分钟。对比纽约的所有中学，大多只有四分钟甚至更短的课间休息时间。在短短的四分钟里，师生们都可能要更换教室。他们只能匆忙地奔走在过道上，甭管是同一层楼，还是要从一楼到六楼。您若问我为什么只有四分钟呢？我真的答不上来。然而，这种比较让我清楚地看见了不同。为什么会有这样的不同？为什么芬兰的中学没有任何保安？为什么芬兰老师并不需要额外的课堂管理，就能充分调动起学生的学习积极性，并轻松完成预期的学习任务？是什么让芬兰的初中和高中生都能在七十五分钟的课堂上一直集中精力和轻松愉快的学习，而十五分钟的课间休息，他们就纯粹享受休息和室外活动？没有任何语言或肢体冲突或其他事故。午餐时，我和老师们交谈，尤其放学后与高中校长 Minarita Ratio 女士和初中校长 Richard Cousins 先生会晤时，我提出了这些问题。非常荣幸能有如此宝贵的机会向芬兰的教育家们面对面的请教。并得到了他们诚恳热情的解答和传授，特别是他们都到访过纽约最好的几所高中，所以能充分理解我的问题。如果用我们大家都熟悉的常用的一句话来总结他们的回答，那就是：养育一个孩子需要一个村庄。初中校长 c o s i n s 先生幽默地补充道。教育就好比酿酒，要栽培优质的葡萄，才能酿造出最好的美酒。高中的女校长 Radio 女士还特地发送了一份芬兰国家教育局编写的纲领性文件《芬兰的教育体系》给我。因为尽管我们可以在放学后的一段时间内畅谈学生自律品格的培养。
。但是对于芬兰教育的成功，我需要了解和学习的内容太多，远不止那个下午的时间就能囊括。今天这集节目，我要向库鲁萨瑞中学致谢。特别感谢 Minarida Radio 校长接受了我的心愿和为我安排了非常棒的访问日程，感谢教育家们对芬兰教育全面深入的理解，并在开学之初的百忙之中帮助我提升对芬兰教育的认知。在库鲁萨瑞中学的访问经历和对芬兰教育体系的阅读理解。让我进一步明白了，养育一个孩子需要整个村庄，这是不容置疑的事实。因为人类与生俱来就是社会中人，所以人的教育和成长是在社会中进行的。当芬兰全社会达成了这样的共识，即个人是民族最重要的资产。教育是国家最重要的资源，是保证国家发达昌盛的关键时，他就在国家层面上创造了一个健康的教育大生态。另外，芬兰公平的学校体系让每个人，包括战争双方的难民孩子，都有权享受从婴儿期就开始的优质教育。这种优质教育中包括了培养自律和毅力等优秀品格，使他们的学生得以最大限度的发挥潜能，在人生的各个阶段实现自己的梦想。这种建立在整个社会共识基础上的公平的优质教育，真正体现了“养育一个孩子需要整个村庄”这句格言。事实上，芬兰投入的是全社会和整个国家的卓越努力。所以，当每个孩子的成长都享有全社会和整个国家的支持，这样的教育想不成功都难啊！美国是由五十个州组成的联邦制国家，因此不可能像芬兰那样拥有国家层面的统一教育体系。甚至各州政府也不完全掌控所有的教育资源。美国教育的最大特点是全维度多元化，但我们是否可以基于人性的最基本需求，比如安全和尊重，来达成某种共识，让社会中的每个人在尊重他人的前提下，真正享有自己的相对自由呢？正如开车外出，我们必须遵守交通规则，才能确保自己和他人的生命安全，才能享受旅行的快乐一样。我相信，不论是课堂管理经验丰富的老师，还是教育行业的新手，亦或是家长，都希望我们的中等教育能创造出一种更好的文化氛围。让每个学生都能从自律的品格中获益，在自律中享受轻松愉快的学习，在自律中更充分的发挥自己，进而全面健康的成长。事实上，斯坦福大学心理学教授卡诺·德威克女士早就提出了成长型心态，其中也包括自律、坚韧等七种优秀品格。
，如果美国的中等教育能够将培养成长型心态系统化的贯彻实施落实到位，我相信每个学生都会因此而受益终生。亲爱的听众朋友，您觉得呢？好，今天我们就先讲这些，感谢您的收听，我们下周四再聊。Hello, welcome to Add Up in Chinese, episode thirty-six. I am Melin. Add Up in Chinese is very proudly a part of America's leading podcast network, the Add Up Experience. Add Up in Chinese talks in both Chinese and English to the audience about the latest happening in American education. Sharing the deep insight of educators, entrepreneurs, and bring you more. Now let's get start. The last episode gave you a preliminary introduction to a secondary school in Finland called Kulusori. While observing a seventy-five-minute junior high school science class, I witnessed the Finnish teachers. Highly professional and inspiring teaching, and the children's relaxed and attentive learning. Seventy-five minutes is not a short time, and it is not easy for junior high school's children to maintain a good learning state throughout. Maybe I am ignorant. In New York and even the United States. I've never heard a junior high school systematically adopted such long classes. Also, I didn't realize that the break between two classes in this Finnish secondary school is fifteen minutes long. Compare all secondary schools in New York, which only have four minutes or even less. In just four minutes. Students and teachers may need to change classroom. They have to rush on the aisles, regardless of whether they are on the same floor or from the first go upstairs to the sixth floor. If you ask me why there are only four minutes, I have no idea. Sorry. However, this comparison. Makes me clearly see the difference. Why is there such a difference? Why Finnish secondary schools do not have any security guard? Why can Finnish teachers fully engage their students' enthusiastic learning and lead them easily to complete expected learning tasks without additional classroom management? What enables Finnish junior high and high school students to stay focused on their studies throughout the seventy-five minute classes, and during the fifteen-minute break, they just enjoyed it without any verbal or physical conflicts or other incidents. I raised these questions during lunch and had conversations with teachers, and especially. During after-school meeting with Miss Minarita Radio, the high school principal and Mr. Richard Cousins, the junior high school principal, 
I'm very humbled to have such a precious opportunity to consult with Finnish educators and received their very sincere and enthusiastic answers and helps. Since they both have visited some of the best high schools in New York City, they fully understood my questions. Let me summarize their answers in a very commonly used sentence, which is, it takes a village to raise a child. Mr. Cousins, the principal of the junior high school, said with humor, education is like wine-making. Only good grapes can make the best wine. Later, Miss Rachel, the principal of Glusory High School, sent me an important document, Finnish Education System, written by the Finnish National Agency of Education, because she understood that although we could talk for a while after school about the cultivation of students' characters of self-discipline. But to truly understand the success of secondary education in Finland, I need to learn much more than what we talked on that afternoon. In this episode, I would like to have my special thanks to Principal Ms. Minareta Radu. Thank her for accepting my wish and arranging such a wonderful visit for me. I very appreciate that she and the junior high school principal spent time to meet with me, despite they were very busy at the beginning of the fourth semester. Their deep insights to education are very helpful to me. My visit to Kulusori Secondary School and the reading comprehension of the Finnish education system allow me to further understand the undeniable fact that it takes a village to raise a child. Humans are born as social beings, so our education and growth are carried out in society. When the entire Finnish society has reached a consensus, which is individuals are the most important asset of the nation and education is the country's most important resource and the key to ensure the prosperity of Finland. It then created a healthy education ecology at the national level. Also, Finland's failed school system gives everyone, including refugee children on both sides of the war, the right to quality education starting in infancy. This quality education includes the development of outstanding qualities such as self-discipline and perseverance. Thus, it enables their students to maximize their potential and achieve their dreams at all stages of life. This kind of fair and high-quality education based on the consensus of the whole society truly embodies the model it takes a village to raise a child. In fact, 
what Finland invested is an extraordinary effort of the whole society and the country. Therefore, when every child's growth is supported by the whole society and the country, it is difficult to not succeed in such education. America is composed of fifty states called the United States, so it is impossible to have a unified education system at a national level like Finland. And even state governments do not control all educational resources. The unique feature of American education is four-dimensional diversity. But should we reach a consensus based on? The most basic needs of human nature, such as safety and respect, so that everyone in society can truly enjoy their own relative freedom while respecting others. Just like when driving a car, we must abide by traffic rules to ensure the safety of ourselves and others, and to enjoy traveling. I believe that. Whether a teacher with rich classroom management experience, or an educational novice, or a parent, all hope that American secondary education can create a better cultural atmosphere, so that every student can benefit from the character of self-discipline, can enjoy relaxed and happy learning with self-discipline. Can better develop their potential with self-discipline, and grow in an all-round and healthy way. In fact, Miss Carol Dweck, a professor of psychology at Stanford University, has long proposed a growth mindset, which also includes seven excellent qualities such as self-discipline and tenacity. If Secondary education in the United States can systematically implement the cultivation of a growth mindset and put it in place. I believe that every student will benefit from it in his or her life. Dear friends, what do you think? Well, let's stop here for today. Thank you for your listening. We will talk. Next Thursday.